Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Crowning Moment podcast. We have an amazing collaboration today with the Miss Universe and Miss USA. Who would have thought we had both of these people on here on the podcast? Because I surely did not. This is an amazing episode. I'm super excited to have both of them on. For those who may not know me, my name is Casey Gibson. I've been in pageantry for almost 18 18 and a half years now, and I am still competing. So definitely keep up with my pageant journey at Crowning Moment Podcast on Instagram and all podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube. So let's go ahead and have Morgan and Arbany join our chat today. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. So excited. Yes, it's so good to see both of you. I'm glad we're all able to sit down and do this episode today, but I'll have Arby go ahead and start us off, you know, tell the listeners a little bit about who you are. Sure. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Arbany Gabriel, the current Miss Universe 2022. I'm from Houston, Texas. I live in New York now as I am completing my duties as Miss Universe, but I am first and foremost a model, a sustainable fashion designer, and a sewing instructor, and I am super passionate about spreading awareness and educating people on sustainability in fashion. I've been doing it half of my life now, and Miss Universe has really given me the opportunity to take this platform globally, and I'm just super honored to be here today. Thank you for having me, and I'm excited to continue working about working with that and and talking about that with you here today. Absolutely. And Morgan, if you'll tell us a little bit about who you are. Absolutely. So I am Morgan Romano, the current Miss USA 2022. I am from Charlotte, North Carolina, formerly Miss North Carolina USA. Um, I have my degree in chemical engineering. And before becoming Miss USA, I worked as an application engineer. And I'm really passionate about educating younger girls at a younger age about STEM and making STEM more accessible for all and starting to close that gender gap between men and women within the STEM workforce. And thank you so much for having us. I'm so excited to be here. This is an iconic group. I love this. (laughs) I know. That's what, when I was sitting down thinking of like, okay, my goals of 2023, I was like, I want to have Miss USA and Miss Universe in the same room, whether it be virtually or actually in person um, to record an episode. So I just think that is something that I don't think has been done yet. And so I'm glad we're here. Um, (laughs) That's what I definitely want to just go ahead and kick off and talk about you know, individual crowning moments here. I know, Morgan, yours did come a little bit later as Arbany went on to win Miss Universe. But um, Morgan, I want to talk about, you know, you getting crowned at, I want to say, was it the Alabama pageant this year Mm -hmm. as Miss USA? So tell us a little bit about that and what it was like for you. So you never go to a pageant knowing that you're going to win. So that was a weird, a very weird experience <laughs> going, going there like I am getting a crown. Um, but it has been such a roller coaster of being first runner up at Miss USA and then really starting to close that chapter and know that pageants may be ending for me, which was sad to think about because I had competed for so many years before. And then obviously when Arbany won Miss Universe back on the up of, okay, I might become Miss USA. And knowing that I was going to be crowned, it was honestly surreal. I think I was a little bit disassociated when I was driving to Alabama because I was just like, this is so crazy. I'm about to become Miss USA. And 
I didn't think I would get emotional because I knew it was coming, which is a weird thing. Um, but the second Arvini put that on my head, I started to cry and, you know, it's just been a crazy, beautiful experience. And I'm so grateful for you, Arvini, for, you know, obviously slaying Miss Universe and giving me this opportunity. And then also you came all the way to the Miss Alabama pageant in Auburn as Miss Universe. That has to be history than a Miss Universe into Auburn, Alabama um, to crown me. So it was just such an honor and such a blessing and a day that I will never, ever forget. That is truly amazing. And um, shout out to the RPM family for really just going ahead and hopping on the train. They're like, we're going to crown Morgan and we're going to do it now. Um, definitely shout out to Paula and Ryan for doing that one. That was just truly amazing. I know anyone from North Carolina, South Carolina, Louisiana, Alabama, that RPM is is true like it is just one of the biggest things that you know for pageant girls in the south like it's such a big deal and so to have you crowned at one of those pageants I think it's just that definitely is a historical moment mm -hmm. but Arvini I want to talk a little bit about mm -hmm. your journey at Miss Universe so tell us a little bit about you know even competing with all these other countries what the culture was like going into it and of course the iconic outfits that you brought to the Miss Universe on stage and off stage competitions <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Where do I begin? It was about a two week long uh, competition. So we checked in, I think, January 3rd and it was in New Orleans. I was living in Texas at the time. So I felt very fortunate because I didn't have to fly in. I actually rented a big van and just stuffed all my suitcases, my big national costume. I had a really big moon. There was no way it was going to get on a plane. Shipping was going to be so overpriced. So I felt very lucky that I just drove from Houston and I got to New Orleans a few days early before check-in. So I could steam all of my clothing, fix my costume that kept breaking because it would light up and, you know, just get my mind right before I actually officially checked in. So I, I prepped my mind before I, I got into Miss Universe. And, you know, there was all this stress that builds up to a pageant, what's going to happen. And I feel like those were very vital, important two days before I got in because when I checked into Miss Universe, I felt like all my stresses, they didn't go away, but I felt solitude and uh, just fresh confidence. And I just felt so focused and being around the other girls. I think it was about 80 to 82 women. It's so funny because we all know who each other are already. We've seen each other on social media. So we're saying hello. And the women are so beautiful. But one thing that's great is everybody's accomplished in different ways, whether it's their careers or how far they've come in pageantry, things that they've overcome. And there's so many different languages and cultures in one room. Bre breakfast was always so fun because we would all sit at the table, say hello in our certain our language or where we're from. And it was very enriching and so inspiring to be around all the other women. We would do activities together. And a lot of people ask me, is it intimidating? It absolutely is. But for me, you just have to stay in your lane and stay focused. Like um, some girls have a different walk and you think, oh, maybe I should walk like them or, oh, she's dressed really cute. But I think you just have to focus on what you bring to the table and, you know, find that confidence in yourself and keep your blinders on. But I built, built some really great relationships and I keep in touch with some of the girls 
and we all have a group chat as well. We just met for some of us met for dinner a few days ago or sorry, a few months ago. It feels like a few days ago now, but it's really great to have that camaraderie and like sisters in every part of the world now that I can always contact when I'm in their country or when they're here in the USA. As far as outfits, that is such a big, big thing. I actually have a binder with every single outfit. I have the hair and the makeup I'm doing. I have a photo of the actual outfit, the shoes, the handbag and everything, because when you're competing at Miss Universe, it's sunrise to sunset. And um, Morgan, as you know, you can agree to this, like every hour is so important. Like we only have what one hour to get out the door and you don't want any hiccups. So to have those outfits ready, I would just open my book and say, okay, I'm going to wear this because we're going to this location and this outfit would go perfectly with it. So for me, it was so important to express who I am because I am a fashion designer. I wanted to make a lot of my outfits and showcase sustainability just not only on stage, but the whole two weeks. So outfits were so important, so fun, but they took a long time. I, it was a big part of preparation. And even now as Miss Universe, I'm about to be traveling for one month. I'm leaving tomorrow and I'm doing the same thing. It takes me forever to pack and plan the outfits because for me, it's a, it's a great way to express who I am when I'm not actually speaking in interviews, but the fashion part is so fun and to be able to promote sustainability as well. So Miss Universe, was obviously such a great experience. Um, I could go on and on about it, but I will say the final night was just one of the best nights of my life. It was so euphoric and I genuinely had such a great time because the crowd, it felt like we were at the World Cup. The energy there was just through the roof. Everybody was cheering for their country and it was just such a high and Honestly, this is the best year of my life now. I feel so blessed and I'm thankful Miss Universe has really changed my life. And I want to ask that, you know, going and having, you know, the Miss Universe title, Miss USA title. Um, we'll start with Morgan on this question. You know, what has been the thing that you had to realize so quickly on all the tasks you had to get done? Like, how did you go ahead and prioritize the important things of your duties as Miss mm -hmm. USA but also remembering to prioritize yourself and your friends and your family. How has that been, Morgan? So it is, it's definitely been a journey to find that balance of work and friends. And I'm sure Arbany can relate to that. She's even busier than me traveling everywhere. But I actually said this on stage at Miss USA, and it's still so true, is you would never cancel on someone else. So don't cancel on yourself. And I've had to remember that a lot this year. Um because being in this position and knowing that people are looking at me, looking to me, looking at me to be a role model, I want to do the absolute best that I can and do the most that I can and say yes to everything and, you know, just really take this year for all that I can because it's just one year. Um, but also recognizing that I need downtime and that I need time to reconnect with friends and to connect with family and to have time to rest. And truly everyone deserves rest and to not feel guilty for that rest, which has been the hardest part of me this for the hardest part for me this whole year has been not feeling guilty when I do have those off days or those down days, because I feel like I'm ungrateful or I need to be, you know, maximizing every moment of this year. And it's just really hard to, to find that balance. But I think I'm finally at a good place where I'm starting to, to recognize that self-care is not selfish. 
That is such a good point. The self-care is not selfish. And I, you know, I throw that same question to you or being like, how are you able to balance, you know, you're traveling out of the country, you're traveling to events, but you're also still, you have a public life and a personal life. How are you balancing that as well as Miss Universe? Well, I have to admit, I'm not great at balancing things. And I have to agree with Morgan, like balance is everything, that downtime where we're able to recharge. Because for me, Miss Universe is only one year. It's so short. And because I'm so busy, the time just goes by so fast. And I tell myself, you know, I don't want to get to the end of the year and wish I would could have done this. I should have done this. But I think it's realizing for one that you really just can't do it all. There's just some things that won't work out, whether it's time or cancellations, um, schedule conflict. I mean, my flights have gotten canceled and, you know, things just happen. So you want to have um, expect not expectations. You want to have high goals and things that you're always striving for. But, you know, just be ready for anything. Some things fall, fall through or get canceled and you kind of just have to go with the flow in that sense. Um, that happens a lot as Miss Universe. But for me, and just like Morgan said, having that downtime is so important. I personally have really great family and friends, and they understand that I'm really busy this year. So we really keep in contact over FaceTime. They know that I'll be able to see them a lot more when my year is done. But having their support, just the messages and the phone calls when I'm by myself is everything for me. I find times to recharge where it's just journaling, whether it's on the plane or maybe I'll watch a movie at night if I have some time. But for me, I've found little ways to recharge, but then also make the most of my time and be present when I have an event or I'm preparing for something. Because for me, it's the balance of trying to do as much as possible, but pacing myself. You know, it's not a sprint. This is a marathon. So I think that that's really the key in the mindset you have to have going into it. That is amazing. Okay, so I want to ask both of you, you know, what has been the hardest moment holding this title for the year? It can be a personal, it can be a public thing. Um, mm -hmm. I know the start of Miss USA this year has, it was a, uh, it was an interesting year to say the least. And that's not something I want to touch on in the podcast, but it's something that doesn't go unnoticed. And I know Arbany, you and I touched that in our last podcast, um, just about the hardships of reading social media and what mean things people would say. And um, I don't think that's stopped, especially as Miss Universe. There are a lot of people, but at the end of the day, they have to remember that there's one girl that gets the crown, but there are, you know, 80 something other girls that also won from their country. Like they are the number one from their country. That is still such an amazing honor. And same for the States in the U.S. Like there are girls from all over the entire U.S. that get to go to Miss USA, but there's only one of them. So I want you to talk to the point of, you know, has any of that changed? What has that been like? What has been the hardest part? And Arby, we'll start with you for this one. Yes, I would say that is definitely the hardest part being Miss Texas, Miss USA, and now Miss Universe. It's just a little bit um, larger now. Everybody has an opinion at the end of the day. And I think when I first won, I was just so excited. And you think everybody's going to be excited for you, but pageantry is like a sport. And when your sports team doesn't win, you, you're probably not really going to support the other the other team that actually did win. So I was definitely bummed out and I felt the the internet hate um, from a lot of people when I first won. And it was just like, it's such a, 
eye-opening experience for me because it was on such a large level. And I find I found myself questioning um, how to even act or uh, other people's opinions. I would consider people's opinions too much. Like, should I dress more this way? Or I was I was kind of losing myself and really making decisions, thinking, what are these people going to think? So that was quite an adjustment that I I wasn't I didn't really realize I wasn't coached on how do you deal with um, people that don't support you or internet hate. I I feel like I heard a little bit about that when I was training for Miss Universe, but to actually go through it, I think it's so important that us queens continue to talk about, hey, this will happen. You will experience that. But just know that when you continue to reach your goals and um, your own levels of success, that, that kind of just comes with the territory. People will have opinions and you really can't lose yourself in that or put your energy into it or, you know, really stand strong in who you are. And for me, I've, I've just always continued to lean on my team that has been for me, been there for me since day one, my friends and my family. I always turn back to them when I need them to just give me words of encouragement. But the more you can just realize that it will happen, unfortunately, but to not let it stop you or distract you from the goals that you have. For me, I have goals as Miss Universe, and that can all just cloud up my vision. So, you know, don't let those distractions really bring you down. Mm-hmm. And I throw that question to you, Morgan. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what has been the hardest thing you've had to overcome this year as Miss USA? I think it definitely the hardest thing was finding that balance of not feeling guilty when resting. But I think the other hardest thing, and I actually had never heard it worded um, as losing yourself until Arbany just said that. And I think she hit the nail on the head. And it's something I haven't been able to so much put into words this year, but almost losing who Morgan is and caring so much about what other people, people that I don't even know random strangers on the internet who comment on my Instagram, what they think. How do they think that I should wear my hair? How do they think that I should dress? And putting these insane pressures on myself and completely losing who I think Morgan should be and who I think a Miss USA should be based on what I think other people want to see. And I have definitely struggled with that this year. Um, It's just been a very... uh, it's been a life-changing year in the way that I've changed a lot as a person and learning how to set boundaries around not only social media, but just in my life and taking opinions from other people and realizing that I need to be strong in who I am and my opinions. And like Arbany said, focusing on the end goal, which is to enjoy my year as Miss USA, to make the most of it and to have success in those goals that I set myself set for myself going into this year. That is amazing. And I mean, that's something that I really do want people to hear more about is that words do hurt, even though they may be typed, even though they may just be, you know, simply thrown under an Instagram post, words do hurt and people do see them. And so thinking that it's okay to be a cyber bully, let's just call it what it is, um, is acceptable. And it's crazy that in today's society, it's something we're still 
dealing with. But with the years of COVID, everyone's still, you know, transitioning from being online now back into person. It's like people still haven't learned how to re-communicate and how to just be kind at the end of the day. Um, but I want to ask you guys on a better note, you know, what are you looking forward to next? Going into the Miss USA competition for next year, going into the Miss Universe competition for next year. You know, what are you really looking for? I know, Arbany, you're halfway through your year. So we'll go ahead and let you answer that one. What are you looking forward to next? Well, my eyes are definitely set on continuing to stay strong this year and, you know, just continue a full force speed ahead. Um, I'm actually going to travel for the next month in Asia, and I just want to continue to bring the same energy that I brought in January, even though sometimes I can feel a little bit tired. I want to continue to speak at universities and with design students and continue to design clothing and promote sustainability and all the charity work that they set me up with when I'm uh, fortunately able to travel. So that's really what's on my radar. I want to continue to finish strong. But when I do give up my crown, as y'all know, I'm such a passionate designer and I have had lifelong dreams of building a sustainable fashion brand. And I'm very excited to be able to focus on that and really grow it. That is truly amazing. And I know it will be fantastic. You make amazing outfits and all sorts of uh, pieces for your wardrobe. But I want to ask Morgan, this one is a little different because, you know, being Miss USA, there are doors that open for you as well as it does for Miss Universe. And Morgan, before coming into this, you were an engineer and you told us about that in your um, in your intro uh, at the beginning of this podcast. But I want to ask you a little bit more of, do you think you'll lean into more of the modeling profession or will you go back to doing engineering or possibly doing both as, you know, life continues on after the Miss USA crown has passed? Hmm. That is the million dollar question that I wish I had a set answer to. Um, I think this is the first time in my life that I don't have a path already set for me, if that makes sense. So obviously after high school, I knew I had to go to college. And after college, I knew that I had to have a job and I had just gotten my degree in engineering. So it just made sense to go work for an engineering firm. But I think this is the first time in my whole life that I've had to really take a step back and be like, wait, there's no path in front of me that's going to be right, that's going to be wrong. Um, it's a blessing to have that as an, you know, an overwhelming amount of opportunities. But at the same time, it is overwhelming. Um, so I am honestly not 100% sure, but I do know that no one can ever take your education away from you. No one can ever change the fact that I'm an engineer and I will always have that. But I also know that I'm young and if I want to explore new things, this is the time in my life. So I'm excited to see what happens after this year. I definitely would love to model um, to start a break into the entertainment industry, maybe, maybe personality, hosting. So we will see. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel really blessed that I even have the opportunity to have all of these amazing paths forward. 
And I want to ask you guys, you know, with being Miss USA and Miss Universe, and of course, Farron is the Miss Teen USA, who we also have had on the podcast already. Definitely check out the episode with Farron. She is adorable. I know Morgan has got to spend a good bit of time with her as well as Arbany did too, before going on to be Miss Universe. But I want to ask, you know, what has the friendship been like between Miss USA and Miss Universe? I know we've seen the iconic friendships over the years of, you know, Chesley and multiple different Miss Universes, you know, along the way. So tell us a little bit about about I know you have very busy schedules have you all been able to you know grab dinner or see each other in New York when you're there um kind of tell us a little bit of what that's been like for you guys well I think last two times Morgan was in New York (laughs) and Farron too I was out of town unfortunately and in the past Miss USA and Miss Universe lived together in the New York apartment and even the Miss USA team used to with the all three of them used to live together and I think we're kind of like this new era, I don't know if it's going to continue, where we don't live together anymore. I'm actually only the second Miss Universe to live alone. So Mm -hmm. Arnaz was the first one that lived alone because they separated that. So I have only seen Morgan when I crowned her in Alabama. And then we we went to Guatemala, was that a month ago? Yeah. Yep. For a smile train trip. And it was like two days long, or it felt like two days long. (laughs) three, but I genuinely had such a great time, not only with Smile Train, but with you, Morgan, and the teen. Like, it was a very heartwarming experience to be able to spend time with families and patients and the beautiful, sweet children and to share that experience with Morgan. If Even if it's only a few, I mean, that was really great because it was like the trilogy was back uh, yeah. um, once again. Yeah. yeah, I know. I wish that we... We had that trio still in the New York apartment. I loved that era of pageantry, but you know, I think that we've we had so much fun in Guatemala, and I think that was such yeah. an amazing trip for our friendship and for us to bond. I think we stayed up until like three a.m. every night in our we hotel, <laughs> talking, and laughing, and making TikToks and yeah. just hanging out and having that girl time. So I wish that we were located in the same city, but we still we still have time. We're gonna make it happen. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I wouldn't guess it, but it is. <laughs> that is super exciting, though. Yeah, definitely. At some point, we know we're going to see the iconic three back together again. Having Farron in the group, I know your teen queen is probably missing both of you very, very much. I think that may have to be our next episode: is have all three of you on the yeah. podcast. That may have to be the next, the next trial run. But yes. I want to ask you guys each, you know. What did you not realize that you were going to get out of this year? Like, what is something that really has just opened your eyes from being Miss USA or Miss Universe this year? And Morgan, I'll let you go ahead and start off Mm -hmm. with that question. Yeah, I I have competed in pageants for so long. Those of you who know, since, you know, I was 14, so almost 11 years, which is crazy. So I really didn't think that I would change much more if I became Miss USA. And I was so wrong. Oh my goodness. I have learned so much about who I am and I have grown so much stronger this year, um, which I'm, I'm so grateful for. I think I've really made that turn from a girl to a woman. Honestly, I have always been such a people pleaser my whole life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but this year, I think was a year, 
the year that I've learned that I need to sometimes put Morgan first. And I guess I'm on the theme of, you know, self-care isn't selfish. Taking care of yourself isn't selfish. Putting yourself first isn't selfish. And that has been the biggest change in me this year and what I've had to learn this year. And I'm really grateful for that because I always say as a recovering people person, now I'm a, a recovering people pleaser. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. And I think especially if I go back into engineering, it's really important to have that mindset, especially as a businesswoman. So I think that that was a really wonderful and unexpected change within myself this year. <laughs> you know, I would say for me, um, being Miss Universe, there's so many things that you're thrown into last minute, whether that's to go on stage and give a speech or some talking points or, you know, one minute speech on women empowerment. And in the past, I mean, for one, when I started pageants, I was such a mess. I could barely speak to public or speak my mind. So to be able to come this far through all of my training and practice and really pulling out my inner confidence paid off. But now that I'm Miss Universe, um, I don't have time to prepare. I would usually write down talking points. I would go over in my head what I would say. I would train my mind before going into an interview. But now there's really not a lot of time for that. And it just, I'm not able to do that all the time. And I've been able to surprise myself. And it's even just shown myself that I can rise to the occasion of a challenge mm -hmm. and go on stage or um, get, give a speech to an audience on sustainability and fashion. I have just been so calculated in the past. I feel like I need a prep. I need a train. I'm not ready yet before I go into the room. But um, this journey has really showed me that when you're thrown into a challenge, you just make it happen with whatever means you have, whatever time you have. And for me, that's very been very empowering for myself. Being like, oh, I didn't realize I could do that, but actually I can. And it makes me think, and I love to speak about that um, to other people. It's like, you think you're not ready for something, but when you're faced with a challenge and you have no other options but just to succeed, you'll be surprised and amazed of things you could do. That is amazing. And I just hope that people learn a little bit more about YouTube from this episode, especially, you know, what it takes to be a national and international title holder. That's something that, you know, girls dream of since they were, you know, just a little girl, mm -hmm. you know, looking up to the Miss Universe, the Miss USAs, the Miss Americas, the Miss Volunteer Americas, the Miss Grants. There's all these international and national competitions that you can compete in, but it's just what you do with your time as that title is so important because all the people you are inspiring, all the lives that you're touching all across the world, especially with Arbany, you're, I feel like you're in a new country every day, every time I check Instagram, mm -hmm. um, just all over, just influencing people and just showing them, you know, you can be the girl next door and still be Miss Universe. You can still be your true authentic self and be Miss USA or be Miss Universe. And I think that's just a true message that people out there need to hear, but also that you are a real person. You are someone that has feelings, you have emotions, and people sometimes forget just because you're on this high pedestal that 
that you're not untouchable, but at the same time, you still feel the way that others feel. And um, I just wanted to put that message in there and just, you know, truly be kind. That's the only thing that really people need to do nowadays is just be more kind. And, you know, we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Arvini has gotten her question before, but we'll start with with Morgan on this one. But um, and Morgan, in what way has pageants positively impacted you? Pageants have truly changed my whole life. Um, I grew up as a competitive dancer, so I love to be on stage, but I was never a great public speaker. I never knew how to have an opinion and be strong in that opinion or how to eloquently speak on that opinion. I didn't know how to make decisions for myself or figure out who I really was at my core. And pageants have given me all of those skills and more. And I'm so, so grateful that I kind of stumbled a little bit into the world of pageantry through dance. Um, It has given me lifelong friendships. I know that that's so cliche to say of, you know, these girls will become your bridesmaids and become your lifelong sisters, but it is so true. I actually was just a bridesmaid in my Miss Louisiana, um, KT's wedding. I have another one coming up for my Miss South Carolina. So, It really is such a sisterhood and pageantry has enriched every single aspect of my life truly. And I could not be more grateful for it because I don't know who I would be without it. Amazing. Thank you so much, Morgan, for that. I really do appreciate having you on here today. And Arbany, you've already gotten the first question, so I will change that just a little bit for you. Um, You know, being Miss Universe, in what way has that positively impacted your life going forward after pageantry? Ooh, I would say it's given me the biggest responsibility of my life because I'm I'm so honored to be able to be Miss Universe. And it's just always keeping me on my toes because like I said, it's only a year long. And I know I have such a big example that I can set for young women, girls, and even boys. So even when I'm feeling tired or I want to rest, which I do, but it's just, I remind myself, I have this responsibility to set an example. And I think it's to always do everything with a standard of excellence, you know, nothing mediocre. If you're going to go for something, go into it wholeheartedly and a hundred percent and don't look back and don't doubt yourself. And I think as Miss Universe and even beyond, I just want to continue to tell people we should never just coast by in life. We should never settle. Always hold that standard of excellence for yourself and it will truly make your life so much more meaningful. You'll achieve the things that you think are so out of reach and you'll just live your life at such a higher frequency. That was amazing. Thank you so much to both of you for being on this episode today. This is an iconic one, having Miss USA and Miss Universe on Crowning Moment Podcast. But you heard it here first. I'm Casey, host of Crowning Moment Podcast, and you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much, Casey, for having us. Yes, thank you.